At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Here is Adam Burke. Hello once again, everybody, and thank you for joining me here on this Monday, June 5th edition of VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Only eight games on the betting board to kick off this week. Should have been seven, but we got a makeup game between the Rays and the Red Sox. Uh, so we got eight games on the board for today. I've got one play that I like, not a very good card in my estimation, but I'll talk about today's card as well as that one play that I've got after going through some of the household announcements here at the top of today's show. Head over to vcin.com. Check out all the fine work that we have going on over there. NBA and NHL finals still rolling along. Got plenty of coverage for you over at the website as well as on our vcin family of podcasts. So you can check those out wherever you get your podcast content. VEASAN NFL betting guide coming out later this month. If you're not a subscriber over at the website, either do the $9.99 introductory offer or we've got some football season specials coming your way here very, very soon. So you can check that out over at the website. Uh, But a lot of good stuff going on. We've got plenty of golf coverage, NASCAR, UFC, a lot of things going on in the sports world. WNBA from Danielle Alvari. So make sure you head over to VEASAN.com and check all of that out. All right, no questions for a Monday mailbag. No sabermetric stat of the day either. But one thing I do want to look at here, some performance with runners in scoring position because there are some very interesting things out there on the betting, or well, not on the betting board, but on the stats board right now in terms of performance with men in scoring position. A lot being made right now of how good the Texas Rangers have been so far this season. When you look at them, they are third in plate appearances with men in scoring position with 635 but they're first in batting average at 337. That's 42 points higher than anybody else in Major League Baseball. The Colorado Rockies are second at 295. Boston Red Sox third at 294. So, yeah, Texas has been great, but some of their numbers a little bit cluster lucky in nature here. Also, when you consider the fact that they've allowed the fewest number of plate appearances with a runner in scoring position, 495, that's 11 fewer than the Astros. 20 fewer than the Tigers, they've gotten very fortunate 
in a lot of situations here. Maybe they're just that good of a team. Maybe it is possible that they can sustain this as we go forward. But I do think, and hopefully not today, spoiler alert for today's play, hopefully not today, we don't see any of that regression with men in scoring position, but I think it will be coming for them as we go throughout the season here. A team I want to mention at the top, the Cincinnati Reds, and I mentioned this already that I think there's a lot of upside for this team. Ellie De La Cruz will be getting called up any day now. Christian Encarnacion Strand should be up soon as well. A lot of people talking about De La Cruz slaughtering AAA pitching. Encarnacion Strand's numbers are very, very good as well. So the Reds are going to get a lot of life injected into this offense, and they are second in plate appearances with a runner in scoring position with 640. However, they are just 20, what are they here? They're 18th in batting average at 248. So this is a team getting a lot of chances, but not necessarily capitalizing on them. What happens when they replace some of the weak links in the lineup with guys like De La Cruz, with guys like Encarnacion Strand, they've already brought up McLean. Steer's been up all year long. All of a sudden, this Cincinnati lineup starting to look really, really dangerous. And of course, they do have a good offensive park factor at Great American Ballpark as well. Another team that's a really significant laggard with men in scoring position is the Toronto Blue Jays. They are fourth in plate appearances with a runner in scoring position with 630, but they have a 239 batting average as a team. That's 23rd in baseball. So this is a team that has had very little luck with runners in scoring position throughout the course of the season, even though they've had a significant number of chances. A good offense that really lags behind in performance with men in scoring position is actually the Braves. They are only batting 219 as a team. That ranks 27th. Now, they are down in the bottom half of the league. They're 24th in plate appearances with a runner in scoring position. So, again, offensively, Ronald Acuna Jr. is hiding a lot of things for this team. I mean, he's having an MVP caliber season. Atlanta, on the whole, they're hitting lefties well, as I've talked about, but their performance against righties continues to be a bit of an issue here, and their performance with men in scoring position also has been a pretty significant issue. The Yankees are another team kind of lagging behind, but the biggest laggard with men in scoring position here, the San Diego Padres. They are 19th in plate appearances, 567, but they are batting 196 as a team with runners in scoring position. So at some point throughout the summer, the Padres should get pretty hot. The problem is with all the talent that's on this team, the big names that are in their rotation, stuff like that, we're not really getting any kind of discount with the Padres, but this team should get a lot better offensively. So some teams that should get better offensively with men in scoring position, and this matters because a lot of times a handful of plate appearances dictate the outcome of a game, and those will be with runners in scoring position. The Reds, the Blue Jays, the Braves, and the Padres are four teams I'm really expecting to improve in terms of their performance with men in scoring position. As far as the flip side, some teams I think could slack off a little bit. Definitely Texas. I mean, being 42 points higher than any other team in batting average is pretty absurd at this stage of the game. I would also expect Washington to keep slacking off a little bit. They're batting 270 as a team with men in scoring position that ranks sixth. I wouldn't really expect that. Uh, The White Sox are a top 10 team in batting average with men in scoring position. Wouldn't expect that either. This just isn't a very good offensive team. And then Colorado. I mean, Coors Field definitely plays a big factor here as to why they're batting 295 with men in scoring position. But this really isn't that good of an offense either. So I would expect teams like Toronto, San Diego, uh, Atlanta, 
and Cincinnati to get better with men in scoring position, whereas teams like Texas, Colorado, Washington, some of those teams getting a little bit worse, at least on the offensive side. As far as the pitching side goes, I want to look at batting average on balls in play because I think that's a really good statistic to look at here. For Cincinnati, not only are they getting unlucky offensively with their chances, but on the pitching side, they've allowed a 355 batting average on balls in play with men in scoring position. That should get better as we go along here. Graham Ashcraft has been a big part of that, uh, getting rocked again here over the weekend. But I would anticipate the Reds to get better. Just simple variants should help them out. The Royals are another one, 351 batting average on balls in play allowed with men in scoring position. Their starters have a lot to do with that. Seattle, the third highest BABIP allowed with runners in scoring position against at 336. So Cincinnati, Kansas City, Seattle, teams I would expect to do a little bit better in this department. Teams that could slack off a little bit, certainly the Rays, you know, just because, I mean, we've been seeing that over the last 25 games or so, 30 games out of them anyway. The Yankees have the lowest batting average on balls in play allowed at 247. How about Washington creeping into the top five at 264? I don't think that's a great pitching staff. I think that's a team in line for a lot of negative regression on both sides of the ball. Maybe it doesn't help us too much from a betting standpoint because they're such a big dog in most of their games. But teams like the Yankees, the Rays, Washington, maybe the Brewers to a degree, likely to slack off a little bit in terms of their performance with runners in scoring position against, whereas I would expect the Reds, the Mariners, the Royals to get a little bit better in that department. Also, the Dodgers allowing a 321 BABIP with men in scoring position against. So just some teams that you can look at as we go forward here, looking for some things to kind of regress to the mean a little bit, especially because performance with men in scoring position is so much more important now with the rule changes, more balls in play with strikeouts down a little bit relative to previous seasons, stuff like that. So those are things that I will be filing away in the back of my mind here as we go forward. Coming up on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets, a look at the Monday card for June 5th. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, back here on VSIN Daily Baseball Bets. Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe, five star reviews. Very, very much appreciated for the program here. Let's take a look at today's board. Eight games, as I mentioned, really interesting because four of the seven scheduled games interleague action, and then the one makeup game between the Rays and the Red Sox here. So we start in Cincinnati, Julio Tehran and Andrew Abbott in this game between the Brewers and the Reds. Abbott making his major league debut. So the Reds calling up another young arm here. Abbott, really interesting season for him. So his double A numbers are absurd. He struck out 36 of the 56 batters that he faced. However, the Southern League down in double A was using the pre-tacked baseball that Major League Baseball was experimenting with, and it was virtually impossible to hit. So Abbott's double A numbers, maybe not something that you really want to look all that hard into. His triple A numbers, 54 strikeouts and 38 in the third innings, gave up 13 runs on 27 hits. Eight of the 27 hits were home runs. So did have a little bit of a command issue at AAA Louisville, but the Brewers are 30th in terms of weighted on base average against lefties. They've struck out over 29% of the time. So we've seen some love for the Reds in the market here, getting bet up from minus 110, minus 115 out to the minus 130 range with a total of nine and a half here. Julio Tehran, two good starts so far for the Brewers, but 563 ERA, 556 FIP in eight AAA starts for the Padres before the trade. I wouldn't really expect his numbers to stay as good as they are for a long period of time, um, but that's a pretty big number to lay here, and I think the market correctly isolating Cincinnati as being worthy of a play, and and hopefully the Reds do end up you know, kind of taking a step forward here because based on their profile, based on who will be getting called up soon, the Reds may be a team I'm interested in quite a bit here as we go forward. Kyle Hendricks and Blake Snell, Cubs and the Padres. Padres $1.65 to $1.75 favorite out there. Total of eight and a half in this one. Hendricks, ex-ERA of 6.69 because he doesn't have a great strikeout to walk ratio, but he's only given up a 28.6% hard hit rate, or excuse me, 33.3% hard hit rate. Gave up five runs in his first start against the Mets. I was on him in that game. Just fell victim to batted ball variants. He didn't get hard hit hit. He didn't get hit hard or anything like that, but just, you know, kind of some balls in play, finding holes at inopportune times. Blake Snell is a guy that I just, I never really have a good feel for. 450 ERA, 507 FIP, but he's allowed three or fewer earned runs in nine of his 11 starts. So it's not like he buries his team. He just doesn't have very, very good numbers. The Cubs do have a top five offense against lefties at 353 Woba, 123 WRC+. The Padres, a borderline bottom five offense against righties. And of course, as I mentioned, they've been the worst offense in baseball with men in scoring position from a batting average standpoint. So I got close taking Chicago today, but I've lost so much money on Blake Snell and I'm running so bad right now that got a little bit gun shy with that one. Didn't ultimately make a play in that game. Some line movement here in this one, the lone American League game that was on the schedule for today, Houston and Toronto. This one's down to a money line pick across most of the market here 
Brandon Belak and Alec Manoa going head to head in this one. Belak is a guy that I think is worth fading. 319 ERA, 548 expected ERA, 516 FIP, 90.2% left on base percentage. Hard hit percentage around 45%, barrel rate 13%. Belak is just not a guy with great command. He's going to be okay against teams that swing and miss a lot, as he's been against Minnesota and Oakland and Chicago. But Toronto doesn't swing and miss a lot. So I understand why the Blue Jays were a favorite in this game. But with Alec Manoa on the mound, tough to back him at any kind of price. 546 ERA, 644 expected ERA, 627 FIP. 17.6% strikeout rate, 15% walk rate. Houston's offense has been pretty good here of late. But one thing I did think about here was the total, the total sitting at 10 for this game. But the Blue Jays have only scored four and a quarter runs at home per game. Games at Rogers Center, just 7.7 runs per game, despite some of the dimension changes, especially in right center field. So, yeah, it's a pitching matchup that lends itself towards some offense, but 10 was a pretty high number little rich for my blood, but Belak is still a guy that I will be trying to actively fade as we go forward here. We move to the interleague portion of the card. Won't spend too much time on this one. Joey Wentz, Aaron Nola, Tigers, and Phillies. Phillies minus 240 favorite, total of eight and a half in this one. Joey Wentz just has no command, no command whatsoever, and it's actually getting worse. He's had a 1038 ERA over his last four starts, 57.1% hard hit percentage, in that span for the season, he's at 45%. The Phillies don't hit lefties very well, but Wentz is a guy with a 728 ERA, 516 FIP, high BABIP, low left on base percentage, just not a very good starting pitcher. Aaron Nola, let's see if he, you know, does well here against a matchup that should be good for him. 470 ERA, 381 X ERA, 440 FIP. He's given up 12 home runs in 74 and two thirds innings pitched. He only gave up 19 home runs in 205 innings last year. His strikeout percentage down 7.5% this season. Walk rate is up 3.6%. He's already walked 18 guys this season in 74 and two-thirds. He walked 29 guys in 205 innings last year. So not the same Aaron Nola at all whatsoever. Let's see what he does here in a matchup that should be tailored for him to have some success. The Royals and the Marlins. Carlos Hernandez will start this. Mike Myers will be the bulk reliever. Braxton Garrett gets the call for the Marlins, who are a $1.50, $1.55 favorite. Total of eight most places. There are some seven and a halves creeping onto the board here. For Braxton Garrett, I've talked about this prior to all of his starts. I've yet to find a good spot to bet on him, but he's got a 422 ERA with a four FIP. However, he gave up 11 runs in four and a third to the Braves on May 3rd. Take away that start, and in his other 10 appearances, including nine starts, 257 ERA. He's only given up four earned runs in his last four starts. Been really, really good overall. A little bit rich here to take a Marlins team that can't score, though, and that's kind of the difficult thing with taking this Miami team, especially because Hernandez and Myers, both righties, they hit lefties well, but they've had some issues with righties so far this season. I'm just looking for Myers to kind of fade a little bit, and that's why I couldn't take the under in this game despite thinking about it. Myers is a guy with a career 490 ERA and a 456 FIP at the MLB level, but so far this year, he's only allowed two runs on 10 hits and 13 and a third. Can't imagine that's sustainable for long, but wasn't a play that I could make here for today's card. 
All right, let's talk about the A's and Pirates here. J.P. Sears, Johan Oviedo in this one. Sears is a guy that I like, and it, this isn't a bad matchup for him because his big issue is allowing the long ball, but the Pirates, they don't hit the long ball. Over the last 30 days, they've only hit 21 home runs. That ranks tied for 26th. Sears has given up 13 home runs on the season here. He's a full-fledged fly ball pitcher, really low ground ball rate, throws a lot of strikes, very low walk rate. You give up home runs when that happens. But the problem here is I couldn't really back the A's. The A's are 29th in weighted on base average on the road since May 1st. And this was a team that had a pretty good offensive profile away from home up until recently. So couldn't do anything with the A's in this game. If you're looking at the Pirates full game, their bullpen really up against it from a usage standpoint. So I'd probably shy away from that. One other game I don't have a play on here, the Rays and the Red Sox. Shane McClanahan, Brian Bayo in this one. Makeup game from Friday's rain out here. The only thing I want to mention about this game is I'm kind of losing my voice here at the tail end of the show, is that McClanahan has a 91.2% left on base percentage. And at some point, that's going to come down. And I don't know if it'll happen today against Boston. It's certainly a possibility. But 207 ERA, 340 FIP. Over 69 and two-thirds innings pitched, 82 to 27 strikeout to walk ratio here. So he's been sharp, but that high left on base percentage likely to come down as we go forward. For Brian Bayo, 389 ERA, 510 expected ERA, 473 FIP, 39 and a third innings pitched. 50% hard hit percentage, which is why his expected ERA is as high as it is, but a 59.7% ground ball percentage. So you know, you deal with the hard hit rate when you got a lot of ground balls. It does stand out in his peripherals, but no play for me on that game. The one game I do have a play on here is the Cardinals and the Rangers. Adam Wainwright, Martin Perez, the two starters for this one. You get the Rangers about a dollar thirty-five, dollar forty-five favorite. Total of ten in this game. Frankly, pretty simple handicap here. These are two pretty good offenses. The Cardinals are top 10 offense against lefties. The Rangers are the best offense in baseball so far this season, especially against righties and especially at home against righties. Neither one of these guys missing a whole lot of bats right now. Wainwright is not locating well at all. 615 ERA, 446 FIP, 648 expected ERA. And for Martin Perez, over his last five starts, 691 ERA, 614 FIP, Given up six homers, 11 walks in that span, 42.3% hard hit percentage. I just felt like there's going to be some runs early on in this game here. So the first five over five and a half with Wainwright and Perez, two struggling starters, a lot of balls in play, two good offenses to go up against this kind of matchup. So it's the only play I got to on this eight play card here for Monday. I'm going to shut this down, grab a drink, hopefully keep my voice around for a little bit longer. Please rate, review, subscribe to VEASAN Daily Baseball Bets. Greatly appreciate it. And I will talk to you again tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.